0: Authors, coaches, speakers. Three, two, one. Amplify your mission. Access training. AYMission.com. And here
1: is your host. He's a best selling author, TEDx speaker, and was even named one of the top 10 dads in podcasting by Podcast Magazine. Please help me welcome to the stage Adam Lewis Walker. This week is all about elevation. We have Jake Kelfler on the line because he is all about elevation. He is the best-selling author of Elevate Beyond and Elevate Your Network, a high energy, motivational speaker, and the founder of the Professional Basketball Combine, which helps NBA play, draft prospects turn their dreams of playing Pro Bowl into their reality. He's a coach, he's a speaker, he helps other entrepreneurs now really elevate everything. He's a friend or a, he's a Acquaintance. He came connected with me through Alan Stein Jr., one of our previous interviews. We're gonna talk a little bit about basketball, but really we're gonna talk about elevation. We're excited to jump into this episode. Jake. Are you ready to amplify your mission today?
0: Let's get it. Come on now. I'm pumped about <laughs> this, man. It's it's been a long time coming, so I'm ready. Awesome.
1: That in I mean introduction was, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. quite a lot, but what are you all about? What would you like to add or highlight? And I know these are changing times, and like we say, that it's been a while coming. So what are you all about at the moment?
0: Well, I think, I think everything that you mentioned evolves us to this space that we're in today. And so from working with the Lakers to writing two books to speaking all over the world to building an event to help NBA athletes, my number one mission is to elevate. It's to elevate people to their highest self, to that next level so that they can achieve their own personal success and happiness. And the way I'm doing that now is I've combined all of that experience from the, all of the book writing, the speaking and building the business to now really being a, a business coach and really focusing on how do I help people grow their businesses, elevate to their highest self and do so through human connection.
1: Love it. Love it. And just touch, you touched on a bit of some, some core cool origins there, like working with the Lakers and stuff. And uh, I'm assuming that could have been an era that crossed paths with someone like Kobe Bryant, but we can ask, find out a bit more about that. But um, talk to us about your origins. Where are you originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? And, and like, you're a business coach now, but what did you want to be when you was growing up? And again, I don't want to assume basketball necessarily, but tell us a little bit about the journey.
0: No, you're, you're something spot on, man. I'm, I'm from <laughs> Southern California, so I grew up a Laker fan. To put it in perspective, we had a, in, in the house that I grew up in, my dad's a huge Laker fan. So we had a room, our guest room was called the Lakers room. It was painted <laughs> purple and gold. We had all this memorabilia, every Sports Illustrated cover with the Laker on. I mean, you name it, we had it in that room. And so my first dream was to play for the Lakers. I grew up watching Kobe play. I grew up learning about the legends like Magic Johnson's, Kareem, Jerry West, all these people. And so I wanted to play for the Lakers. Yeah. As I got to high school, though, I, I, by the time I graduated, I realized that as a 5'8 Jewish kid from the suburbs, getting to the league was going to be a little bit harder. than 5'8, that's what I am. What a fine yeah. height. you know. Yeah, and, and, and I've helped guys that are smaller than me get to the league. But, but for me, it wasn't in the cards. And so I thought, you know what, if I can't, if I can't play in the NBA, well, why don't I represent the best NBA players and be an agent? So I went to college. I was going to be an agent. And that was the next path. Gary McGuire. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Show me the money. Right. And so, so I'm there and I'm practicing to do that. And right before I get ready to graduate, the agency I wanted to work for couldn't bring me on. They go on a hiring freeze and I'm like, oh, shoot had to figure out and put everything I had kind of learned from the resume workshops, the networking events, the mock interviews, all of these things. And I kind of had to figure out, okay, what am I going to do now? And it just so happened that life comes full circle and I graduate. And my first job ever is working for the Los Angeles Lakers as a corporate partnership assistant, which happened to be Kobe's final NBA season. So, I'm 23 years old. I have gone through the dream of playing for the Lakers. And now it's Kobe's about to retire. The guy who I've watched more games playing than anybody else. I get to now work for the team during his final season. Oh, you just got that crossover. So good. And so that was like an unbelievable experience for me. And while I was there, I had some really cool interactions with different people that, that led me to wanting to do more. Right. And I saw the impact Kobe had on people. Right. I mean, I mean, Kobe has inspired people around the globe. And he brings so much joy to people watching him play basketball. I was like, what if I could bring that joy? What if I could bring that feeling to, to other people? And so that's when I knew I really wanted to do more and more. And that led me to writing my first book. So I'd avoid traffic and get to the office early. I'd write my first book. And then when Kobe retired, I retired. I hung up my cleats. He hung up his <laughs> cleats. Right? Like, like our shoes, our jerseys are going in the rafters together. But, um, and that's what started me on the, on the next level entrepreneur path that kept evolving and evolves. Because I believe that it's not about having all the answers when you start. It's about taking that first step, putting yourself out there. Because when you do things and you take action, great things will follow. And my life has been a constant evolution. And I do the best that I can with the knowledge I have at that time. And then I learn more and I evolve more. And that's just kind of how I've progressed. Um, and so that has led us to today, where I'm focusing on being a business coach and doing all these different things. But it's uh, working on book three, so it's been a wild journey. But those are my origins, and it brings me up to here, where I'm still in Southern California. I love the sunshine. It's it's a beautiful thing. Awesome.
1: And uh, you touched on book three. Do you have a working title for that? Because by the time this comes out, this it may be kind of around the time the book's out. What's the?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, this will be the first podcast I've actually announced it, which is called and it's called the uh, the Elevated Entrepreneur, and Uh the tagline of it is uh, tentatively unlocking the secrets of the world's greatest entrepreneurs. It's an interview based book that's going to be interviewing people like Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, all all types of incredible entrepreneurs who um, have played a big role, a, a big impact in my life and um it's an interview based book and so i'm really excited to bring their stories to life and uh show the research and a- a- analysis behind all of that to help people live become more more um freedom achieving entrepreneurs
1: awesome well having put out an interview based book with awakening out for the podcast yeah yep. hit me up if you want any uh, just a little bit of advice because i remember my first draft i had to redo it the interview based book is you know i think when you nail it it's brilliant but again it's, uh, it can be a minefield. And so uh, I definitely learned a lot through that. And I'm happy to share that with you to shorten the, Bring pain, it on. That, the pain that you've got coming to get the book out. but I, I love it. Um, we can obviously talk about building your million dollar network and, you know, creating Raven customers, unlimited freedom, epic life experiences. We're going to talk about that, but also uh, through that journey. I'm sure I'm sure um, when you, like you say, when you realize you weren't going to play for the NBA. That's, you know, that's a hit, but it probably didn't devastate you too much because of, you know, you are a fine height like myself, so it probably wasn't too much of a shock. But was there a time in that, you know, in this journey anyway, where it's a really, the biggest challenge, or you, a really tough day, week, month, when it, or period when you really had to fight to awaken your alpha?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's been several moments that I can pinpoint along my mm-hmm. journey where I've had to really say, who am I and what am I trying to do here, Right. One of those early moments was when I was in high school and I was a sophomore, I was the smallest guy on the court and I made the varsity team. That was one of those moments. Yeah. But the moment that I'll share that's, that's going to be really relevant for our audience today is I had retired from the Lakers. I had released my first book. I had gone on my first Euro trip. I had moved into my first apartment in Santa Monica, California. Oh, lovely! Everything <laughs> sounds like it was going great. And it was, things were amazing. However, when I've moved into this new place, it was the first time where I started to compare myself to everybody. Oh yeah. I started to be in this apartment. I was an entrepreneur. I was just getting started, you know. Book didn't bring me hundreds of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. right away, right? It was great that it became an Amazon bestseller, but that didn't equate to the revenue that I wanted or I was hoping for right away. And so, you know, I was in this apartment, living the dream from what most people thought, but I was comparing myself on what other people were doing on social media? What yeah. vacation were they I mean, And on. in
1: that area, as well, obviously, you get a lot of high net worth individuals and a lot of yep. entrepreneurs. Yeah, that is, that is when you start comparing yourself, it's a you know, it's definitely a tough game.
0: And so that was a that was a really tough time because I'm I'm an energetic person, as you can tell. I'm a, I'm naturally a happier person and this was the first time where i started to question different things and i was like should i just go get a regular job like i see some friends making 80,000 100,000 and i was like i'm over here just trying to make sure i can pay rent and i'm i was mm. worried about that as you know in the beginning stage and i knew though that if i wanted to achieve the vision that i initially set for myself if i wanted to be the person that i that i knew i was capable of becoming i couldn't just give up before i really got started mm. right and so i realized the importance of practicing gratitude the importance of really being able to say, you know what, this is me and I'm going after my definition of success, not what society defines as success. And I'm going to do it in a way that's authentic to me, in a way that makes an impact. And if I stay true to myself, great, great things will work out. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know they will. And that was one of those times where I had to really you know, awaken my alpha because it was game time. And then I turned it up a notch. Four months later, we launched the pro basketball combine that kicks off that event. The next thing that happened is I write my second book. And so that was like a big catalyst moment for me because I had to really say, okay, who is Jake Kelfer? What does Jake Kelfer believe in? Right. And I put myself, I stepped outside of my body in a way, like I stepped outside and looked inward and say, where do I want to go? Who do I want to become? And how am I, what am I going to do to get there? And that's when everything kind of started to shift for me. Yeah. Um, and that was the beginning of a big transformation. I suppose,
1: yeah, your own unique skill set and experience and passions. And then that obviously led to, to the basketball combine. How are the challenges in that? Because that sounds like a great idea, but that is really, you say about elevate your network, that is networking to get people to show up to, you know, to have it credible that they're going to show up and, you know, put that as part of their journey to try and get to the NBA. That's huge.
0: Oh man. So this is, this is unbelievable. And I love that you asked that because I'm, I'm over here trying to create a secondary combine. So I'm trying to get NBA teams to come. I'm trying to get agents to pay money for their players. I'm trying to get players interested. I'm trying to get all the media outlet. to to, to come and cover this event. Now, the issue is that I didn't have 25 years of industry experience where I could call up all the people and ask for all these favors. I didn't even have 25 years of life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like I was just getting rolling here. And so what I had to do, and I had five months from the time we had the idea to the the launch, I had about five months to create it because we had to do it on a certain day. And within that five months, I had to start connecting dots. I had to get super clear on who did I want to spend my time communicating with. Because if I was just going to reach out to everybody and and not have clear direction, it wasn't going to happen. So I got really clear. I wrote down a list of every single NBA agent that existed. I wrote down a list of every single NBA executive that I could find. I wrote down a list of every single basketball media outlet and every single player that I was looking at. And I went one by one, reaching out to them, calling them, jumping on the phone. Once somebody got interested, I'd say, who could you connect me to, right? I asked for that help. I asked for those new connections. There were a couple of media members that bought in early and they were able to refer me to new agents, team members, and it slowly started to grow and grow and grow. But if I wasn't clear, nothing would have happened. If I didn't ask, nothing would have happened. If I would have allowed the no's that I got to stop me or to make me feel bad, I would have never made this happen because the amount of times people were like, this will never work. If it could have been done, it would have been done. I've been around for 20 years and no one's ever tried this. This is insane to do people, I wouldn't have been able to succeed. So there is only reason that that was able to happen was because of the power of connection. I don't have customers if there's no connection. I don't have media covering the event if there's no connection. I don't have NBA teams taking a gamble on a 24-year-old entrepreneur and using part of their travel budget to come if there isn't that connection. And so this was one of those times where I was like, okay, now I clearly understand the power of connection and how important it is to have the right network of people. And that was how we were able to put on the event in year one where we filled up our roster spot and every single one of our players that year signed a pro contract right after. Nice. And that
1: was a huge accomplishment. So I was going to so answer again. <laughs> so this, you had the NBA combine. Is this event just shortly before or shortly after? What's the timing of this? And kind of like that kind of that, that need it fills or that problem that you ide- totally. identified. Yeah.
0: So the NBA combine is, is an amazing event. They invite the top 60 to 70 draft prospects to come to that event. Well, the year that I started this, the NBA had just announced something called a two-way contract. A two-way contract is basically, for anyone that's not a basketball person, was a step above the minor league system, the development system. And instead of players who wanted to stay in America and get paid 30 grand, now they had a chance to potentially get 275 grand and also have a chance to go up and down from the minor league system to the pro league system, which is the NBA. Yeah. Because of that, though, there was no place for more prospects to be seen. So that's where I said, okay, well, let's do a secondary event that helps the next 24 prospects or 24 prospects that we believe have chance to play in the NBA level. Let's host an event in a combine for them and then compare their measurements and compare some of the stats and events with those top tier prospects. And by doing that, we filled a very, very uh, specific need in the marketplace, which was, a really, which was a really cool way to find our zone.
1: The Talk Accelerator. Increase your income, influence, and impact. Do you want to do a TEDx talk? If the answer to that is yes, in any way, shape, or form, or it perks your interest, head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's Talk, X, C-E-L-E-R, dot it's got all the information on how you can get a tedx talk and why potentially you might do and the impact it can have on you and your message if you go there as well for a limited time you can click on the green button at several places on the page and schedule in your own idea clarity call where we can talk through your potential idea worth sharing and what makes a great idea worth sharing the tedx platform is a great way to enhance everything you do and amplify your message if you have any interest in that go across to talkaccelerator.com. That's talk, X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. If you've got a message, if you've got a mission, it's time to amplify that message and increase your influence, income, and impact. I hope to speak to you very soon. Enjoy the show. Ah, that, I'm glad I asked, because that makes a lot more sense to me. It wasn't, you know, there was a specific rule change in the time and the timing and, you know, the development, and you filled it. That's, that explains the urgency. And, oh, brilliant. So, obviously, you <laughs> you definitely had to network then. So, moving forward, and so some of the listeners in, in who are listening here, what are your thoughts around elevating your network and elevating network? And so some, I suppose, other ways maybe people... Are not very effective with it, or mistakes they might make, and, and 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 what you think needs to be in place to really elevate your ne- own network. And
0: there's there's a lot of different things. I mean, let's let's break this down. Let's give a practical example. All right. If there's if there's anyone, let's let's talk. Do we want to talk about an entrepreneur starting a business? Do we want to talk about someone who's trying to uh, figure out how to turn their idea into into something new? Give me an example yeah. that you want to use, and then we'll break it down step by step, and I'll give processes. Right. And, and that will help give us a general idea of like, yeah, really I mean, let's go, let's up. Go entrepreneur then. And for, for a lot of people in here might be, um, new author,
1: you know, so they're not completely, they've actually, maybe they've got a book out or they've, you know, they're, they're doing some coaching consulting. I think that's, would be a state. So they've not completely, they're not like looking to start, they've yep. started, but they just really want to elevate everything.
0: Perfect. So the first thing you got to do is talk to you and get booked on a Ted S talk, right? <laughs> uh, Thank you. No, right. We love that plug. Um, no, but, but look, if, if you're in that situation, right? You're an entrepreneur, you've started something, you just released something new. Now you want to build steam, you want to get momentum, you want to build traction. So the first thing we got to identify is, is specifically who do we want to target? Who do we want to talk to? Whether that's your ideal customer or whether that's your ideal partner, right? Or whether it's your ideal podcast audience. We call that the IPA that gets you booked, not buzzed, right? Because we're trying to find the right people who can enhance your message. That's one thing. The second thing, is we have to understand that when we're building our network, this is a long-term game. People want to, they write the book, they launch the program, and then they start the networking process. Because they're like, yeah. oh, now I have this. Now I'm going to put it out there. Now I'm going to promote it. Now I'm going to get all these people to join. Now I'm going to get all these people to, to be f- friends with or to connect with. And in reality, we need to build the network while we're creating everything. Mm -hmm. We need to build a rapport with our customers so that when we launch, we already have a list of nurtured people. We need to build relationships with our partners so that when we release that book, they're willing to share and add steam and and get the spiral effect going. So so there's that component is understanding it's a long-term game. The second thing on the other side of networking is understanding that you will be rejected. And this is something that often stops people from building and elevating their network is this idea That if I network, I'm not going to get a response, which then signals to that person that if they don't get a response, they're not good enough. And if they're not good enough, they're not worthy of connecting with that person and not worthy of connecting with that person, then they feel like they are a failure and we associate that no or lack of response with our identity. When in reality, somebody saying no is just part of the process and every no gets you closer to a yet, every no is a new opportunity next door, right? And so. What's really important about understanding this is that when we want to elevate our network, the bigger you go, the more rejection you might face. I'm writing my third book. It's an interview book, right? I mentioned that. Here's the thing. I've reached out to so many people and I've gotten so many no's. I've reached out to people who have been like, nope, this isn't for me. And I'm like, no, 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 it is for you. Like it is. Right. (laughs) And they're like, no, it's not for me. And I'm bummed about it. Right. But that doesn't mean my book's not good. It doesn't mean I'm not good as a person. It just means that it's not the right time for them to be a part of this project. There have been people in this book that have said no to me. And then I find a way to connect the dots back to that person through a mutual connection. And that person then says, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm totally in now. And maybe it just wasn't the right time or I didn't have enough trust with them, right? Understanding that, that you will get rejected doesn't mean you are not good enough. It just might mean that what you're offering or what you're trying to do at that moment isn't the right time or isn't the right fit for that particular person. So those are two really important things. And I'm going to top it off with one more special sauce here that I think is one of the biggest differentiators among great networkers or great connectors, I should say, is this idea that if you want to learn more and get good answers, you need to ask better questions. Asking questions is great, but a lot of people ask questions in hope of getting the answer that they want. When you ask the right questions, you get the answers you need. The answers you need allow you to make the action steps to get to where your ultimate goal is. So asking great questions allows people to connect at a deeper level from the get-go, which then creates a ripple effect um, of being able to build your network. Love it. And as we
1: move into the alpha round, I want to start that off with, is there a particular favorite quote or quote that just kind of sums up the way you live your life and things spring to mind?
0: Oh man, there's, there's, there's three quotes. I'm, I'm going to give all three. <laughs> give all three.
1: Perfect. I have three quotes as well. So I like that. Yeah, go. For it.
0: <laughs> there's a Maya Angelou quote that I really love. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And this to me is so powerful because we're going to mess up in life. But we don't always get a second chance of how we make somebody feel. So if we know how good it feels when someone does something good for us, then why don't we make it a priority to do more good things for other people, knowing how it'll make them feel? The second quote is from my mom who says, live in the moment and enjoy the journey. And this is so important because we're always looking forward in our life. Well, why don't we take a second to live right now? We're not human doings or human beings. And so that quote really resonates with me. And then my last one is is a quote from my dad. And he said, the only shortcut in life is to start now. And that's a really powerful quote because we're always gonna be scared of what comes next. The unknown, the uncertainty scares us. It's nerve wracking.
1: Yeah, that's that's why the whole world is kind of, you know, a little bit like that at the moment on edge because it's just who knows what the
0: next couple of years are gonna bring. Exactly. And the only way that we can advance through that is by taking this this first step is by starting now so whatever it is that someone wants to do take the first step start today you'll think yourself 3 years from now when you're signing the biggest check you've ever signed right when you're releasing your first deal when you're getting on that ted talk that tedx stage right so those are three of my three of my quotes that I, that I try to live my life by um, more more often than not and when it comes
1: to books outside of your own two almost three books now Um, what has been a very impactful book for you could be an all-time favorite, or it was just that book is what I needed to read at that period in my life.
0: Um, there's, there's one book that I typically go to for this and it's by my favorite author, John Gordon. Um, and John Gordon writes a lot of business fables, but when I was in high school and one of, one of my first books that I ever read in the personal development space was, was his book called training camp. And it's a business fable. It's a business story, um, about this, this football player who is in training camp trying to make the NFL. And I related to it a lot because of the underdog mentality. And that book, I have a quote for the last 10 years that's been on my wall from that book since I was in high school till now. And uh, the coolest thing about that is not only is the book incredible, but John Gordon was just featured in this upcoming book. So it was one of those, again, full circle moments of things aren't always gonna happen now. Relationships are a long-term game. Enjoy the journey, but start. Right, and now now we're here. So that's one of the books I I really like and I really recommend. Anything by John Gordon. Cool.
1: I'd never I've never heard of that offer, and I've never heard of that book. And it it makes a lot of sense that that was the training camp, and then you went on to create the you know the professional basketball players combined. So very cool, full circle. And now he's going to be in your book. So awesome. In your either networking business, all and everything you do, is there any particular resource that you like to recommend? And it could just be for your day life that maybe less lesser known or if it is more widely known maybe you use it a slightly different way is anything that springs to mind
0: um i i love you know when it comes to resources i mean i love books i i mean we, we just talked about books but i love books i also love on gmail there is something called boomerang Boomerang allows you to track messages, your open rates, replies, rates, click-through rates. And it's, it's not an email software per se, but yeah. it allows you to do that for personal messaging or so, uh, personal emails. So I really like to use that when I'm doing specific outreach because depending on what, I, what the data tells me, I can make decisions yeah. in how to respond and follow up with people. So I, I really like that. And then the other resource that I really like is I'm a big productivity guy. I really think that the more structure and systems you have, the more freedom you actually create. And I love this app called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. T-O-G-G-L. Ooh, and it allows you that. to track your time. It's, it's nothing fancy, yeah. but it allows you to track your time. And so for me, I get to see exactly what I'm working on. And then weekly, I can check in and be like, okay, how much time did I spend doing this? How much time did I spend doing that? Can I take that, create a process, and then outsource that? And so it gives you t- uh, the, the ability to understand how you're actually spending your time. Because we think, oh, I'm working for 10, 12 hours a day. No, you're not. I guarantee <laughs> you, you're not working that long. Because I've tracked myself and I've been diligent from early in the morning to late <laughs> at night. And I know that no matter how much time it is, you're always working for a little bit less. So that's a really great app. And so those, those are some resources that I, that I recommend. And all, all those, uh, there's free versions for all those. And then you can pay a little bit more, obviously, for, for anything.
1: Awesome. I'm glad I asked that. It's a good couple of little recommendations. And if you want to continue the conversation and just follow up with you and just follow what you're up to,
0: what is the best way to connect? The best way to connect is on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. That's my Instagram handle. Would love if you came by and just DM me like Alpha and let me know which other episode. Like <laughs> that would be awesome. Would love to connect with anybody um, uh, from from this from this audience base. Awesome.
1: And Elevate Beyond. That's your your most recent book. What do you mean by that specifically? And and again, any all in anything. I want to make sure you've had a chance to talk about you know elevating your network and and touched on some some maybe some of the concepts that are coming in this this most recent book that's going to be coming out.
0: Yeah, and also I forgot to mention this is when you go to my Instagram, I'll give you guys I'll give everyone a free copy of Elevate Your Network, a free a free copy. You just I mean we bought a bunch and you just got to cover the shipping. So um, a bunch of people love doing that. So that's that's a really cool cool thing that I want to make sure everyone can take advantage of that. Um, elevate beyond is the book that's all about how to stand out in the job market and discover your passion. So if you're kind of stuck or you're trying to figure out how to transition careers, that book could be for you. If you're trying to build your network, take your business to the next level, you're going to want to read elevate your network. And then if you want to just become a better entrepreneur, high performing productivity, crushing freedom, achieving entrepreneur, then the elevated entrepreneur, that will be the book for you, which will come out soon.
1: And, and, and just in wrapping up,
0: is there anything
1: you wished I'd asked and you feel like I've missed a trick, feel like we haven't covered it yet when it comes to elevation across all of the aspects?
0: I think, I mean, I think you, you did a great job asking, asking me questions. I guess there would be one last thing that, that I would say is that, especially right now, there's going to be things that are out of our control, right? There's always going to be these things that are out of our control. And, you know, some of those things we'll never be in control of, but we always do get a control the the thoughts that we put in our mind. We get to control what information we consume. We get to control how we treat other people. We get to control uh, how we fill up our own cup. And so whatever anyone is listening is going through is just remember, like awaken your alpha, awaken yourself up because, because the time is right now for you to step up. The time, the timer is right now you get to choose what's going to happen next for you. And it's been a crazy time, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of, a lot of unfortunate loss for a lot of people. And I don't want to undermine that. But I also know that as we move forward, we get to control some of those ways, some of the ways we respond. And so I just want to encourage everybody to keep on fighting um, and keep on, keep on living the dream.
1: Awesome. Well, Jake, it's been an absolute pleasure today. Thank you so much for the time.
0: Yeah, it was great to be here. Attention, authors, coaches, speakers. Make
1: sure to join our Amplify Your Mission community on Facebook. Thank you for your cooperation. All right, have a great week. Amplify your message and amplify your mission. System shutdown 2, three, two, one.